1: Maybe they're trying to defraud you out your panty drawers. Maybe they try to defraud you out of your heart. Maybe they try to defraud you out of your home because there's a lot of people out here who need places to stay. So they will cuff you for cuffing season just for a place to stay. Like, you gotta stay woke. <laughs> That's what Childish Gambino said. He said, stay woke. Ooh. Yo party people, it's Ashley of singlewomanchronicles.com where being single is a beautiful choice rather than a miserable circumstance. And shout out to you guys, I have missed you. I have not recorded an episode physically in two weeks, I think, Um, the holidays had me in a chokehold and I had already recorded those interviews with my girls just on how to stay hopeful out here because not every relationship sucks, y'all. I know toxicity is popular, it's polarized, but that's not everybody's story. So please stop believing the hype. It's not the truth. There's real love still out here being spread around the world. So understand that if you are not single and if you are in search of a relationship, the relationship can be positive. It seems like people have this narrative where it's like either you're single or you're in an unhappy relationship. And that is a lie. (laughs) Like, I'm so tired of that. That is so stupid. But yeah, I'm so happy to be back um, with you guys. I hope you tuned in to Love After 30 because like... Most of the women who follow me, uh, most of my followers are over 30 and we're still single and we're waiting on our person. And sometimes you need those positive stories. I know for me, testimonies of people who are have done are have done what I'm trying to do, which is get married after 30. It always helps me because I'm like I need to just, I need to be seen. I need to feel seen. I need to know that like someone else is going through this and overcome it. So, yes, very grateful for their testimonies. All right. So today's topic is a topic that I actually wasn't even going to talk about, but I realized that like all year I've been dating counterfeits and (laughs) and I was like, yo, Jesus, deliver me from the shackles of counterfeits, bro. Like what is going on here? (laughs) But I'm so excited to get into this topic of how to spot a counterfeit. And if you guys have been following me for a while, you already know. The first thing I do is I want to define what counterfeit is. So I went into Google and I said, counterfeit, baby. What is a counterfeit? And what's crazy is this was the definition and this can apply to things and people, okay? A counterfeit is made in the exact imitation of something valuable or important with the intention to deceive or defraud. All right, (laughs) y'all, it's a lot of counterfeits out here, okay? It's a lot of people out here acting like what you want them to be But their intent is to deceive or defraud you out of something Maybe they're trying to defraud you out your panty drawers Maybe they try to defraud you out of your heart Maybe they try to defraud you out of your home Because there's a lot of people out here who need places to stay So they will cuff you for cuffing season just for a place to stay Like you gotta stay woke (laughs) That's what Childish Gambino said He said stay woke You gotta stay woke baby Because there's a lot of counterfeits out here y'all And let me tell y'all it's sad, but literally, I've gone on a lot of dates this year, and I'm really going through my Rolodex of people who I really tried to date, and I would say 90% of the men I dated were counterfeits, and that's sad, <laughs> like, and it's like, I have to take accountability for that, um, because the only accountability, accountability I can take is, seeing the red flag like super early and they weren't big red flags. I'm gonna get into it. They weren't huge red flags, but it was something that's kind of like, uh, I'm gonna put a sticky note on that. And instead of putting a sticky note on it, I should have just got on up out of there. But the issue is I am a kind person. I am a patient person. So like I try to give people chances to kind of see like, Hmm, can this work out? Can this be X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. But Sometimes you just got to be like, no, this ain't going to (laughs) work. This ain't going to work, my girl. (laughs) This ain't going to work. So, yeah, let's get into it. So, (laughs) woo, child. I'm trying to think of what counterfeit story I want to tell y'all. I'll give y'all a great example of what happened to me yesterday. And this is just wild. And I doubt he's listening because I don't even know if he knows about my social media. But anyway, so I live in this apartment complex, right? I have a dog. So I'm often outside walking said dog. So when I'm outside walking said dog, several guys in the community try to talk to me. Like I get hit on a lot in this complex and I've dated guys who lived in my complex. If you've listened to my story times, you will hear the time I dated my neighbor and it was like the worst thing ever. I think I put that out. I'm pretty sure I did. And so a rule of mine now is I don't date neighbors. If you live in this complex, baby, we can never be. I don't care how fine you are. I don't care how great of a cat you are. I'll holler at you when I move or you holler at me when you move. Whoever moved first, we holler at each other. I'm not doing it no more. You're not about to interrupt my piece like that. Also, I don't date 20-year-olds. I had to be released from the shackles of dating 20-somethings. The only way I would date a 20-something, if Jesus came down, sat next to me and said, hey, I know you don't want to date 20-somethings, but this is the one. And I'd be like, are you sure, Jesus? I need that sign like you gave Gideon um, up in, in the wine press. What, what, what you tell him to do? Because I don't have the time to date 20-somethings. I'm 34. Them 20-somethings, they be playing games. I've already, I used to do it all the time. I'm not doing it no more, <laughs> Okay so those are two strikes so a young man tries to talk to me he just moved in a complex this was like beginning of the year he's trying to talk to me I told him no he's cute he seemed cool but I immediately know because you live over here but every time he saw me he came with a different line y'all and he will come with the lines like I remember I was walking my dog one day this man came out of his way and was like oh girl you looking like a wife I'm like okay then yeah but not your wife though because no baby <laughs> we're not doing it today right so he will come at me all the time and y'all he done approached me several times right so then he has these Cousins, these younger cousins that move into the complex as well. Now he's in his late 20s. His cousins are in their early 20s. So they're still like kids. So they would come and talk to me, but they wouldn't talk to me on no, I'm trying to holler at you tip. They would talk to me on some big sis types. Like they would literally come and we would have deep conversations. Like I've developed a relationship with these young, these twins, and they cool. Like I really rock with them. Like one of them went to church with me and everything. So I've exchanged numbers with them. Because I want to help them out and encourage them and try to bring them to church and like any way I can help, I'm trying to help, right? So in the midst of this, their older cousin still trying to talk to me. Like he would come with different angles each time. Like the second time, the another angle he came with is church, because you know I'd be going to church. I love me some Jesus. He was like, oh, "I want to invite you to church." I'm like, "Oh, I have my church home, but like tell me about the church." So he invited me to church and stuff. So I'm thinking, oh, maybe he's a church goer, et cetera, et cetera. Cha. <laughs> Chai. so i invited him to church when i invited the um young guys to church too this man tells me the only way he's going to go to church with me is if i direct him if i directly text him and go to church with him baby this ain't about you this is about jesus if i text the young cousins you included in that text i'm only texting one of them hey y'all want to come to church okay cool get the group together y'all live together come on now so that's how i kind of knew like this this is a fraud it's giving fraud it's giving it's given fraudulent right and so i've had times where he's left notes on my car asking me to text him he's you know giving me his number seven several occasions i'm not texting you like i why it's no <laughs> stop just stop right so fast forward mind you this man is told me he is, he's all nice. He's a Christian. He's this and he's that. So his little cousin tell me tea and spills all the tea and tells me he's a womanizer. He uses women. He's X, Y, and Z, blah, blah, blah. I'm saying all that to say, if I would have taken it at face value and I would have saw him, he's cute and looked at him like, oh, he's a nice guy. And oh, you know, he, he goes to church X, Y, and Z. I would have been like, oh, he's a good dude, but the whole time giving counterfeit. Whole time a counterfeit. Whole time ain't none of what he's saying he is. And that's what counterfeits do. That like they it's... so I want to help y'all today to understand how to how to identify a counterfeit. The reason you need to identify counterfeits is when you are a woman and you have been single for a long time, even if you've been single for a short time, but if you have a heavy desire for marriage, I want you to avoid falling in love with the counterfeit. I want you to avoid falling deeply for someone's word when they their character hasn't proven that their word is true. So you need to know and understand how to spot a counterfeit because it's too much rhetoric out here right now that doesn't help you to spot a counterfeit. It just helps you to get into a shallow um, relationship that involves, uh, what do you call it, transactional. The rhetoric out here in these streets right now is all about transactional relationships. And these are real transactions. Like money for sex, money for time, you know, sex for for attention. It's ridiculous. It's not the real stuff. Like when you really fall in love with someone, yes, it's going to be transactional sometimes. Meaning like I'm giving my heart and you're giving me your heart back. I'm giving you my listening ear you giving me your listening ear too but the transaction should be even it shouldn't be like prostitution it shouldn't feel like that you know what i mean so let's get into how to spot a counterfeit because i wrote my little notes number one check the intent as i stated in the definition of counterfeit it's made in the exact imitation of something and the intent is to deceive or defraud the reason a lot of men have a tendency. Women, we do it too, but I feel like men do it more often because we have this societal norm that a man needs to be rich or be well off or be established in order to date a woman. He needs to be a macho man. He needs to be the, you know, the toxic masculinity stuff. And also men have a tendency to be natural born manipulators for some reason. (laughs) Um, And so they can fit into whatever needs they need to be in order to get the girl. So that's why it's dangerous to tell a man exactly what you want up front in a man, because he can try to imitate that in order to get what he wants. So what happens is, say you meet a guy and you tell him, yeah, I'm looking for a serious relationship. And his intent is, I just want to have sex with her. Uh, Some people, because they're the um, devil's children, instead of telling you the truth and saying, no, I don't want that right now. I really just want sex. I'd rather just let you go, let you know, and you can choose to stay in this or not. No, most of them will become what you're saying that you want. In order to get the draws and then move on and it's not always sex sometimes they just want somebody to talk to too because some of them are, are emotional vampires and it will suck you dry of all of your emotion and will not pour back into you i'm sorry y'all my allergies are going crazy today but anyway and you want to make sure you understand the intent of a guy so how do you understand the intent honestly You got to ask the right questions. You got to pay attention to every single thing. You also have to be patient and don't give too much too soon. I'm not saying to play a game. What I'm saying is like, what's very valuable to you? I know for me, sex is very valuable to me. So I'm not giving up sex. Like I'm not doing it. (laughs) And you also need to know what's valuable to them because Sex is very valuable to most men. It's very valuable. So if you tell them no to sex and you find that they try to self-sabotage or distance themselves from you or, or or find ways to start arguments to leave you alone, that means their intention was never pure. That means their intent was to just have sex. Or, you know, they their intent just wasn't what your intent was. So you really need to test what the intent is if you got somebody who always trying to come to your crib who always talking about let me spend the night and y'all just met two days ago all of that his intent could be he needs a home you got to watch for this kind of stuff check that intent that's how you're gonna spot it because their intent needs to match your intent when their intent doesn't match your intent it's a counterfeit because the real true thing is the thing that you're looking for you have to always keep your goal in mind what is your goal if your goal is marriage, if your goal is a relationship that leads to marriage, then you need to be dating a man who has that same goal. If you're not dating a man who has that same goal, it's going to be more difficult to get him to that to get both of y'all to that end goal together. Because if he don't have the same intent you have, y'all going in two different directions, okay? Number two, ignore what's good on paper. Let me tell y'all something. I cannot wait for the conversation of... Who makes what, what six figures is, who do X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah to die. I needed to die. I needed to burn in the pits of hell because that conversation is so irrelevant to what it takes to build and um really develop a relationship that lasts for a lifetime yes finances matter because we live in a world where inflation is inflationing and the money is crazy. like you you do have to have a certain amount of money to survive but that shouldn't be the thing that makes you pick a partner. like Somebody's resume should be the most important thing to you because somebody could have a fire resume, but their character could be stupid. Their character could be dusty, dirty, black, and and just decrepit, okay? A person could have a fire resume and they're an abuser. They're an abuser. They verbally abuse you. They physically abuse you. They emotionally abuse you. They could be selfish. They could be a cheater, a womanizer. They could be you know they could be faithful but then they could like be so self-centered that they only want you to cater to their needs but they never want to cater to yours like that's what's important that's what you live with every day because honestly financially if someone has ambition that can change y'all can build together because if you make it 50 he making 50 y'all come together y'all make a 100 and then y'all split bills like come on bro i would love to split bills with somebody <laughs> like oh my god yes i would love to have a man who pays all the bills but if someone came and told me we could split right now i would just love it oh my god it's so great okay like that's just not what matters i feel like we put too much we put too much pressure on what's on paper because that don't matter as much as what's in somebody's heart i dated another counterfeit this year on paper dude was fire i'm talking fire i'm talking make six figures has business um goes to church lo- likes his mama etc cetera, et cetera. but when I tell you that man is lost and he lacks so much direction and is crazy and I feel like he only lacks direction in his relational life because I think it's just a lack of contentment because he don't know what he want like the finish line is always changing with him like one day he wants this but then the next day he wants that and then the next day this don't work make up your mind baby your character is shaky What, like, you're wavering. You're wavering too much for me, but you was fire on paper. That don't mean much. You gotta really, like, we gotta stop thinking it's a real thing just because somebody good on paper. Society right now is creating a generation who only wants material and shallow things. And if you have a big heart, a good heart, good intentions, you want to veer far away from that rhetoric. You want to veer far away from that type of norm because that is not what's going to work for you. You're going to get your heart broken because unless you out here trying to be a city girl, it ain't going to work for you. So you need to understand that you need to be looking at character and heart posture versus a resume because a resume ain't going to hold you at night. It ain't going to encourage you when you sick. It ain't going to love on you after you pregnant and you got stretch marks and you done gained weight and you got postpartum. No, it ain't doing all that. You got to get somebody with good character. Number three, line it up with your val- values and not your shallow ones. Let me tell you something. When you have been lonely for a minute you've been alone for a minute and you know everybody like oh i'm, I'm alone and i'm not lonely etc etc when you've been alone long enough you're gonna get lonely i don't know why y'all try to make it seem like oh i ain't never lonely. you're lying you're lying <laughs> i love myself i got some of the highest self-worth i've ever seen in my life i am very content i am very self-disciplined i could tell a dude no expeditiously but baby i get lonely sometimes especially when them hormones is hitting especially when that period come and you just like oh my god i just really want a hug right now oh my god i just really want a back rub oh my god i just really want somebody to rub my feet that loneliness kicking in baby and when that loneliness kicking in sometimes you will entertain stuff from your shallow wants because maybe you want that foot rub maybe you want that booty rub maybe you want that back rub Maybe you want, you know, a little bit of something else. Maybe you want some sex. And you just be like, bruh, F it. I'm just finna (laughs) like I'm just finna do what I gotta do. You can't do that. You gotta line it up with your values. Cause I know for me, I I genuinely value my celibacy. I genuinely value my relationship with God. I genuinely value my ambition. And so I can't date from a place of shallow wants because I have to date from a place of discipline so dating from a place of discipline is me saying no to the instant gratification that going out here and getting a boyfriend who doesn't fit what I really want in a husband will give me yes I'll get the instant gratification of having someone all the time going on dates etc etc but I'm not walking down the aisle (laughs) i'm not having my person that i feel like i can spend the rest of my life with i know this is temporary like you gotta line it up with your values um what's another one um i'm losing my train of thought it's my allergies y'all um when it comes to your values what's another thing that i value outside of like sex and god because i don't want this to just be about that because it's more than that i value ambition because I'm an ambitious person. So here's the thing. I've dated guys where I've told them, I want to do X, Y, and Z, and they'll say, okay. And I'll start doing X, Y, and Z and making my way to doing X, Y, and Z. And I'll hit an obstacle, which is a part of the journey. You're going to hit an obstacle when you step out and try to do anything new. I I hope you guys don't think, like I've done several different businesses. You're going to hit obstacles in every single one, right? And if I hit that obstacle and I go to him and I'm like, oh, my God, this this sucks and I'm tired and like this sucks. If he don't respond with nothing more, um, nothing less than encouragement, like he better be like, baby, you can do it. F them obstacles. What you need me to do? I got you. We're going to do X, Y and Z. Pull out a clipboard. If he don't pull out. Um, uh, a freaking dry, dry eraser board and we gonna talk about it and we gonna have a PowerPoint presentation on how I'm gonna do it and instead he tells me oh well maybe you shouldn't do it I don't think we can date I can't date nobody I've had some I've dated a guy like that literally I told him I was trying to do this thing and I told him it was hard and he's like well maybe you shouldn't do it you got too much on your plate anyway that was a challenge for me <laughs> Like, I was like, oh, you, th- you don't think I could do it? You don't think I could do it? So in two weeks, I did it because he told me I could. And he didn't even directly tell me I couldn't. He literally just was like, well, maybe you should X, Y. No, I value ambition. So I can't date someone who doesn't value it with me. Also, also, thank you, Holy Spirit. Don't date people who value their ambition, but not yours. There are a lot of people who feel like, Just because their career is going better than yours right now or their dream is bigger than yours and they're making more money than what you're making, that your little dream don't matter. Your little thing don't matter. So a guy will be like, you'll say, oh, I got to wake up early because I got to go work on my dream over here, X, Y, Z. And he'll be like, oh, it's cool. You don't need to do that. Come hang out with me. I got us that's dangerous. Cause he's, he's basically belittling what you got going on. He's basically belittling what you want to do. Watch out for that kind of stuff. Those are counterfeits. Like I know we all want to just be, no, not all of us do. Cause I don't want to be a housewife. I'm gonna keep it real with you. I don't want to do that. I'd much rather work us both work and I can hire a nanny who can help me while I'm at home working out my business, but I don't wanna be a full-time housewife because that's just not, I'm just not built like that. I like to work. Like I enjoy working on what I want to work on though, not just doing anything, but that's just me. So don't let nobody try to force you in a position and basically belittle your dream. Cause mm -mm, if you value your ambition, your purpose, still moving that, right? Number four, live with your spirit and not your flesh. Let me tell y'all something. That's the biggest issue. Okay. (laughs) The biggest issue is we're leading with our shallow desires and not our spiritual desires, because when we line it up with Christ and we line it up with that, and not everybody on here is Christians, but if you line it up with what you know is in your gut, it's telling you, and it's out of alignment, you know, it's real. So for example, one of the many counterfeits I've dated, (laughs) um this year I remember just talking to them and like they would say certain things that was off to me and I would be like hmm for example I believe in God I don't believe God is the universe God created the universe but he's not the universe so I'm sorry it grinds my gears when people say oh I'm waiting on the universe to do x y and z no you're waiting on God to do it Because God created the universe. Why are you worshiping something that God created? That's just me. I don't care. If you're listening to this and you don't agree, that's you. It's not me. I'm just telling y'all what I believe in. Respect what I believe in. I respect what you believe in, but I'm just telling you what I believe in. So I was dating this guy and he told me he was a Christian. Blood washed Christian. But he would say stuff like, He would interchange God and universe. And I didn't like that. Because I'm like, hold on. You said you a blood washed believer. How you interchanging universe and God? That's confusing to me. So I asked him about it. He cleared it up. But I still didn't like the answer. Immediately, my spirit was like, now girl, you see that this is a counterfeit. Because this ain't what you want. Because what might be a counterfeit for me may not be a counterfeit for you because we don't want the same things. But I know for me, I want the blood-washed believer because I'm a blood-washed believer and the way I live my life, he won't understand it unless he is that too. But on paper, he was that. He was saying and claiming that he was that, but he wasn't 100% moving in that. So it, immediately I knew he was a counterfeit, but I kept going because I'm like, oh, well, maybe I can Uh, except no ended up blowing up in my face so you don't want to lead with your flesh and what your flesh want and the spirit i mean and and what your flesh want and what you want out of the instant gratification you gotta lead with your gut feeling your your intuition your spirit because your spirit be knowing but we don't be wanting to cut it off because You know, we like, dang, but I like him. Our flesh be like, he cute though. He be taking me out though. He be rubbing my feet though. But you don't want it to blow up in your face. You don't want it to blow up in your face. So let's recap. Number one, how to spot, spot a counterfeit. Number one, check the intent. What are his intentions? If his intentions and your intentions ain't good, I mean, ain't the same, then you need to exit stage left. And also, most of us go into situations with good intentions, but some people come in with ill intentions. And you'll be able to peep that pretty quick too. So pay attention to that. That's how you're going to spot that counterfeit. Two, ignore what's good on paper. Forget what's good on a resume. What's in his heart? Okay, what is in his heart? What are he trying to do? What are he trying to do with you? If he, if your heart was a basketball, would he be dunking that thing, dribbling that thing, or he'd be carrying it with care? Okay. Number three, line it up with your values and not your shallow ones. What do you value? What do you need in a marriage to make it last forever? Make it last forever. Yes. What do you need? Okay. And number four, lead with your spirit and not your flesh. I want to try to get this down inside of you because I need y'all to spot these counterfeits and stop wasting your time. Because I don't feel like this year I wasted my time by dating these counterfeits. I just think it really helped me to see what I really need. But it also helped me to identify my growth because I'm seeing a lot of things that I used to want back in the day when I was shallow. And now because I'm grown... I want something new, and it also helps me understand that I really avoided divorce because (laughs) if I would have picked from the shallow things I wanted before, then what I actually want now, I don't know if I could have made that marriage work. Now, sometimes we all going to grow even when we're married. Um... But I think I was just too far gone. Like the woman I am now is so different from the woman that I used to be because I was broken. I just didn't have a good firm foundation. That's it. I didn't have a good foundation. Some people, when they get married early, they have a good foundation. So whoever they chose, they still chose from a good foundation. So even when they change, they don't become a completely different person. They're still a person. They just grew a little bit. Right. But me... (laughs) <laughs> I didn't have a good foundation. So I know I would have picked wrong and I know I would have ended up in somebody's divorce court. So I'm actually happy that I'm able to see that growth and like what, like what's what, where I am now, I think it's so much more powerful, but hopefully I help y'all spot these counterfeits because I know it's cuffing season and I don't want y'all to end up in something funky going into the new year, kissing somebody's son at midnight who you're not going to be with on Valentine's day. So I'm just trying to help y'all out. So if you enjoyed this, be sure to like it, comment, share, give me five stars on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, stop playing with me, subscribe to the channel if you were enjoying this content. And I hope y'all had a great Thanksgiving and ate everything because I did. <laughs> I sure enough did. And I'm getting ready for the next two holidays because I'm, I'm turning up on both of them, okay? On both of them. So until next time, bye. This is the story of the one.